Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. Um, hey, Robert. Hey, everybody. Internet's still not working on my phone for whatever reason. It's being trash. Can I have a, our anthem again? But hey, technology, you know, just love it. Just got to love it. How are you doing, Robert? I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. And quite frankly, they don't design technology anymore to actually serve us. They, because back, back in the 90s, the principle of technology was the computer does what you tell it to. Now they shifted things the other way around. Now you do what the computer says you're allowed to do with it. It's, it's just an extension of the creator. And that's... That's that's my big gripe with Apple, Google, Microsoft, etc. Yeah, mine too. It, it's so crazy. And then, then, you know how I told you last week, I, like I had a random update. Well, then I have had two updates on my phone, two days back to back. Like, what is up with all these updates? Hmm. Well, that's that's a good question. I I can't figure I I guess they're updating their app, you know, I'm glad they're making things work, but still it's just it gets annoying. I I honestly miss the Windows 95 era when basically you bought a piece of software, it was complete and it was yours to use indefinitely. You know, it wasn't I I really don't like how technolo- technology has changed so much because nowadays pretty much updates are mandatory. Well, what if I don't want to install the latest patch? Right. Because they, they claim, these companies claim they're doing it for your security. Okay. Well, guess, well, for one, I have, I always have antivirus running in Windows anyway, so I'm I'm not worried about viruses and malware. So what kind of security are you talking about? I don't I don't trust Microsoft Defender for one minute. I mean, it couldn't it couldn't even detect the most basic mal basic viruses, much less malware when it first came around. Right, absolutely. So, hey, you got some news for us. Let's get into a little bit of, like, some updated news, and then we'll dive into the conversation that we're going to have for this conversation this evening. Okay, so here's it. So you know how we've been talking about monopolies, like, for example, AT&T, that that they own uh, CNN and several other – CNN, they own Discovery, uh, Food Network, HGTV, etc. Um, and News Corp owns, uh, they own Fox, Sky News, quite a few other networks. Pretty much six to eight corporations own everything we watch and enjoy. Okay, now guess guess who's decided to now become a, a Monopoly for Conservative Inc. Daily Wire. Wow. Has actually gobbled up Prager U and Jordan Peterson's brand. 
Man, how is that legal? Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to see how that's legal. I mean, wow, PragerU was like a complete own entity now as a part. I just, it's just well, like, I, I saw Daily Wire is one thing, Turning Point USA is one thing, and PragerU is one thing. But then I, I'm hearing the Daily Wire, we're, he's got a lot of money to be buying up all these things, huh? A lot of money. I, I don't know if it's a partnership. Or if they bought it out, but either way, it's just it's dirty business. They're they're behaving just as badly as the company companies they criticize so much. Because uh, if if uh, here's what's hypocritical to me. Okay, so we as conservatives, we can we complain about these big monopolies. Uh, for example, T-Mobile bought out Sprint. Which I'll tell you, that was a good business decision, actually, because because T-Mobile has plenty of money to spare. But still, the principle is that the big four became the big three. Now, now, how many of you remember Cricket? Cricket was I was actually thought, I remember Cricket. Yeah. So, um. Cricket was actually starting to build their own cellular towers, but they also had contracts with T-Mobile and Sprint. So, no, it was no, it was for T-Mobile and Verizon. Uh, so, Verizon and T-Mobile pretty much got together and said, "Uh-uh, we can't, we can't become the big five. We got somebody got to buy this motherfucker out." And eventually, AT and T bought out Cricket because you know they couldn't have their supremacy threatened. So they're kind of frenemies, if you. So because AT and T, T Mobile, Verizon, they they don't like each other, but they take greater offense to when someone joins their class. They don't. They want to be the big three. And and that mentality is exactly what conservatives have been consistently criticizing for decades now. Um, it even goes back to the Sherman Antitrust Act of 1890 when uh, Rockefeller owned Standard Oil, which was a complete monopoly. He owned all the, the entire American oil industry, just one company. And that's when the courts ordered them uh, to split up. And that's what that's where the Sherman Antitrust Act came really came in handy. But and now when Microsoft and Apple are at each other's throats, they selective the courts selectively uh, pursue antitrust cases. But if we were to really break things up, um, let's talk about Google for a second. Um, what does uh, what does Google own? Okay, they have they have Google Search, Drive, Photos. Um, let's see. Okay, they have Maps, uh, News, Gmail. Um, they have now they have Google Chat, Google Meet, uh, Google Calendar, Translate. So I think maybe it's a good time that these for these companies get split up because. Why should one company uh, hog up everything? They have doc, doc sheets and slides, which is an alternative to Microsoft Office. 
So Google is just trying to gobble up every sector. Um, and then what Google doesn't grab, Microsoft wants to, uh, they want, Microsoft since the 1990s has wanted to own everything. Um, remember that whole Internet Explorer versus Netscape controversy? Uh, where Microsoft was caught intentionally preventing Netscape from working properly on Windows 95. And the court said, no, you can't do that. And Microsoft had to stop blocking Netscape Navigator from working, which is the ancestor of today's Mozilla Firefox. Um, which So there's a long history of this kind of thing, and there's also a long history of conservatives complaining about it. And that's what's so ironic about, about Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire, that now they're trying to be the monopoly for conservative ink. I'm wondering how long it's going to be until they just straight up buy up TPUSA and all the others and, and say, we're the Daily Wire, and these are our brands. And they're actually expanding into, I guess, what the entertainment industry too. They're reporting on that. Um, I've been seeing them report things just like tabloid stuff as well. I've also seen them that I guess they're having movies and things of that nature as well. Yes, they do. And I think in the spirit of anti-competitive practices, I do think the Daily Wire should have formed a separate company for that purpose. Um, so instead of tying it to their main, uh, their main... I think they did, actually. They call it something else. They have another Twitter page or something. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, but it's, it's tied to... It's like, I guess, a, a sister or a, a child company to them, but they did do a separate one. Okay. Well, at least... I give them respect for that. At least at least Big Ben isn't, isn't, a, isn't a complete hypocrite. But... Either way, um, them gobbling up PragerU and Jordan Peterson's brand, that's big news right there because PragerU's been around a long time. Now, I am no big PragerU fan, by the way, because they really pissed me off with that segment on marriage and pretty much and where they pretty much said a man's not a man until he has a wife and kids. And it's like, Fuck you. Who are you to judge me? Okay? So, and I take that stance with anybody that has that old, outdated view of manhood. You're not a man unless you have a wife and kids to care for. Well, no. I'm a man, whether you like it or not. So, I have my issues with PragerU. And uh, there's other issues that they had a really bad take on. But, as a company... I I don't think oh this I I don't know the right words to describe all this. It just feels like they're playing us. Well, if it feels like it, it most likely is what it is. <laughs> hey, uh Robert, I have a question. So have you noticed, and if you guys want to come up or if you want to talk in the chat about it, have y'all noticed um, accounts being are being lost again and people are losing their accounts and the censorship is is back and strong on uh, Twitter? Y'all noticing oh, all that going on? Absolutely. 
Um, it doesn't surprise me uh, because good. Uh, and I've been telling people since day one that we could lose Twitter at, as a resource at any time. My advice to people is please connect on Gab, Minds, uh, Odys- uh, Odyssey if you're into video. Um, but but Gab and Minds have been around a very long time. Minds, minds.com is the website that has the yellow light bulb logo. Um, that's as they were both. Thank you for reminding me about Odyssey. My bad. I, I have, I forgot to add them to the list. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to add them right now. Thank you. Hey, 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 yeah. Robert. I saw one time I was on your show and I saw like, like it looked like a Jumbotron on your call-in episode. I'm like, how'd I do that? Then I realized that's the link section. So that's why I'm, I'm adding all these links up top, you guys. So you can like swipe to the left to get to these um, um, platforms we're talking about. But thanks, Robert, for teaching me that. Oh, yeah. Hey, no problem. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just learning myself because uh, I'm – because, like I said, social podcasting, I think it's something that – I don't think it's something that's, that's going to take off as big as video, but I do think it's important um, is I know a lot of people still listen to just straight podcasts, uh, that they can listen to at any time. Um, but social podcasting is a very important piece. I, I put more of my energy in more t- in established methods. Um, so, so I guess that's, I guess that's where we approach things a little differently, but I do highly recommend Gab Minds Odyssey uh, as as your main alternatives. And uh, now Rumble, I would say, is a mixed bag. Because until they finish the legal process of moving from Canada to the United States, they're still subject to Canadian law, which includes C-16, the bill that Jordan Peterson got famous for protesting because it forces people to use preferred pronouns and it's and you can actually spend a year in jail for dead naming someone, which is pretty much, which is, let me define it for, for uh, those of you who are not familiar with social justice. It's basically when someone declares they're transgender and you call them by their birth name rather than rather than their uh rather than their trans their new transgender name uh so you can actually spend a year in jail for intentionally dead naming someone or not using their pronouns i like if they ask you to use they them you're legally required to in canada I uh, know it's it's stupid. I I don't agree with it. Um, Canadians are they've always been a strange bunch. But um, well, aren't they the leftover Tories um, from a lot of them <laughs> from the Revolutionary War? Didn't a lot of them flee up there from here? Well, the the whole thing is that 
there are highways. There are plenty of, of ways you can leave the country, but it's actually a crime right now to leave Canada, as far as I know, in the name of COVID. Um, and and if you go back to Canada, then then you have to uh, then. I don't know the penalties for that, but you can be prosecuted for leaving Canada without permission. That's insane. Well, uh, I know you just went over a few of these different um, options that we have when it comes to thank you, free speech. Um, so first up, um, he, he's, he skimmed over some of you real quick, and I wanted to kind of correlate some things. If you're looking at uh, gab.com, it's like... Somebody wants some food. Um, <laughs> so um, if you're looking at Gab.com, in, in a sense, it's like a great alternative to to Twitter. So what I like about Gab is that the people, one, the community of Gab is really different. They're unique to where, you know, when you're on when you're on Twitter and you're arguing people and you and you see a bunch of loyalists and they're like simping on people and stuff. And that stuff is extremely annoying. And you don't want to see that in your feed. You don't necessarily see that very often on Gab. What you'll see on Gab is probably um, news before it comes onto Twitter. Things that matter, like things that make you think. Like um, when we're discussing what all these different leaders are stepping down and such like that, we have content creators that actually put put actual focus and work into that kind of content instead of um, tacos. Honestly, I don't really think I... I'm sure there's people that are posting on tacos because some people do postings so they can get likes and reposting for dumb stuff. But for the most part, I didn't really see them participating too much into that on Gab. Uh, another thing is the only way you can get kicked off of Gab is if you were to put something illegal. Um, no pornography. Like, you, that's that's it. But for the most part, Gab is a free speech platform. There's also a groups option. I actually do have a group in uh, Gab, and I guess I could add it, uh, that link as well. But you can actually add, um, you can actually have groups. I already have one on there that's the constitutionalist. But if you guys set up your guys' accounts, if you guys, at least Gab, if you guys all that are here right now set up a Gab account and then put your link in the live chat so I can follow all of you back and then um, invite you guys to the constitutionalist group on there that could be good because well what are we going to do though if if uh we lose our twitter accounts um i want to make sure we all stay connected from that standpoint when it comes to that piece of social media um what's the other thing with gab you can get verified and verification just means that you're a real person so you know you're not dealing with a fake bot we're on twitter you have uh, millions and millions of bots on there and you don't, you may be engaging and wasting your time on something that's not even a human being to where gab they verify people um they you can be verified and have a blue check mark on there on gab it's not a popularity contest to where oh you're a celebrity you get a blue check mark no it, it is it's a verification that you're a real person and if you're not gab also has gab tv as well um where you can go and, and watch uh different youtube channels honestly if you like want to start your own I want to start my own uh, on there again, but I have to pay for the pro account again. So if you have a pro account, you can um, utilize Gab TV. Gab is actually working on having something similar to um, Twitter Spaces on where you could do either video or just audio. So that is coming on Gab. That was supposed to happen, I think, around June, but I don't know what's going on. If it's a delay, I haven't seen any updates on that yet. 
And the big thing, uh, another reason why I really stress, if any of these you guys add is, is Gab, then um, start building your other platforms um, now before you lose your, your, um, your Twitter account because it's inevitable that you can't lose those. So definitely check out Gab.com. You'll hear people say that Gab is anti-Semitic and there's a bunch of racism and, and things of that nature on that platform. The, um, the people post what they're going to post on Gab is a free speech platform. Are there racist people? Yes. And I would prefer to see them and know who they are than to, like I said, just think that they're, they follow me and they're my friend. So there are people that do use the N-word, the people who say ridiculous things because they you know honestly i think a lot of times is liberals that pop on there trying to make gab look bad so they say this crap on here so they can call it oh these are a bunch of right white supremacists on here it's not your community is going to be based off of that and there's a lot of different groups besides political groups there's like outdoors farming cooking groups anime and there's a lot of people in those groups too so gab's not a small platform they've been around for quite some time and i actually when i ran for office um Andrew Torba, he did follow me on his platform and he was sharing my stuff. I got the most engagement and probably like the most donations from uh, him reposting that stuff than I did on Twitter or even um, going on Pat Gray's show for Blaze TV. So Gab is an amazing tool that we can use in, um, as a community and start going there. You know, we said support as, as, um, as patriots, support businesses that support you, then why not support Gab and be on there? Because I do use Gab every single day just like I use Twitter. So, um, you want to add anything from for Gab before we move to another platform, Robert? Yes, I do. Um, first of all, if if you want to talk about anti-Semitism, let's let's talk about all the Black Hebrew Israelites and all the and those types. No, I don't want to talk about that. I want I want to when I bring up anti when people say those I'm things, sorry, it, it's. I'm I'm sorry. It's, it's no, you're good because I don't want to get into uh, all of that. You know how thick that is the, right. the 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 untouchables. You can't say anything about those people, but I really don't have much to say, anyways. But people try to make other people look bad by saying that they're anti anti semites. So yeah. Okay. okay, but my my point was that if you go on Twitter, you can find a ton of anti semitism if you look hard enough. It's so true. So wait a minute. I have a point to this. Okay, I'm not. Uh, okay. So if so, if your problem with Gab is anti-Semitism, then uh, then I think you're seriously misunderstanding the platform. Anti the the Gab is a free speech platform that. That means that you're gonna see and hear things that you that you might find offensive. You have the ability to mute and block people. You don't have to engage with content. Uh, so, uh, so all this all this nonsense is Grab is just a platform for white supremacists and anti-Semites. Well. I mean, yeah, you are going to see those types on there, but block, if you don't want to engage, block them. You have that capability because Torba openly says he's not going to hold your hand. That was my point. 
Amen. No, I agree with you. I was just telling you, I, I said true. I was agreeing with you, Robert. I think that when I uh, unmute my mic with the box, it sounds like something different on your end, like I'm like, making a noise or something. But then I was just agreeing with you. Anyways. Oh, uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I, I know. It, it's all right. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing, if, it, if I haven't sold you yet, on getting your asses on Gab because I don't see none of y'all links in here yet for your Gab account so I can follow you now. So I get, it's like I get a bunch of notifications on Twitter. I get a whole bunch on Gab and I'll miss it. So if you can do, just quickly make yours now and put it in a link in there. If you already have a Gab account, put it in there so everyone else can follow you. It's not just me. So everyone else can follow you. My link is up in the, in this top section where you can see the links. You can slide them to the left. All the links of those other platforms are up there. Um, but so go ahead and get your account up. If you already have one, just throw your link in there so we can all follow each other. Um, oh, if I haven't sold you yet on Gab, they have an edit button. So if you type up something, you make a mistake, you can edit what you said and fix it. Cool. So where that was Gab next up. Wimkin. So I have a few things to discuss with Wimkin because I've been I've been using it more. But I know Robert recently got it. Um, he was checking it out too. I know he hasn't probably played with it that much. But with just your little bit of experience, what does Wimkin look like to you? To me, it looks like Facebook. Well, I've had my LinkedIn account for quite a while, but I never really fully engaged with it. Initially, I used it to network with IT people, but that just uh, that just never amounted to much, unfortunately. Uh, LinkedIn is pretty much the professional. Oh no no no, Wim Wimkin Wimkin. Oh oh oh, Wimkin. <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, that is W I M K I N dot com, guys. It's the second or it's the third link up top. But yeah, Robert, go ahead. What did you? Sorry about that, Wimkin. Yeah, I was about to say, we're talking about alts here. We're not talking about main. Uh, okay, so Wimkin is a relatively new platform. They're, they're, try, they're trying to pull off what Steam it couldn't. Um, if, I don't know if any of you have ever messed with Steam it, but they were trying to be an all-in-one plat, single sign-in platform that was supposed to be an alt to Google. Um, didn't work out very well. Wimkin is relatively new. Uh, so I, like I said, me and, me and Donnie are a little different approach. I tend to take a more traditionalist angle and look for things that are somewhat established. So, um, I mean, Wimkin looks pretty good, but, uh, my but honestly, my fo my focus personally is more with Gab Mines uh, and Odyssey. I, I gotcha. Yeah. I was trying to hit each one at a time, so that people can like, get like, an idea. Um, but yes, definitely, it's it's something to get used to. But you know, when it's a new a newer platform, it's less people and it's less engagement. But like I. One of the things sometimes I think about, I was like, man, I kind of wish I would have like joined Twitter when it first like started or something, you know, or if I would have joined something else when it first started, because kind of like when we, we were on call in when it's first starting, 
So we've gotten different, like, I guess, perks and things in a sense where um, if you waited maybe a few years for it's completely established that, you know, you know, we're kind of like part of the family growing with that, you know. So that's that's kind of why I have that kind of approach to like gab or a wimpkin or, or things of that nature, because if we say we want a free speech platform, we want to be able to keep in touch with each other and not get kicked off. These are the these are the alternatives. And what you do is like you have it, and then you know when when I, Instagram popped up, and all of a sudden everybody had an Instagram. It's just like, oh, we're on Facebook. We're all like, tell everyone go to our Instagram account, go to our Instagram account. But like, like with uh, Twitter, like it's like pulling teeth to get people to go to a free speech platform. But we claim we want free speech. So if all of our friends go there, we can still talk to them, but have free speech. And we would engage with each other if we're all there. So it's just like. Go into a bar where you're not wanted there, and then you know you tell your friends, "Hey, let's go to this bar where we're wanted," and they all stay at that bar where they're not wanted. It's like, and then you can just tell everyone else, "Hey, come to this account, come to this account." It's like face, it's like Facebook. They have, um, they actually have. Oh, what's it called? The the sales part when you're selling your stuff on Facebook. Hey, uh, Ice Judge asked a question. Did Gab ever get an Android app? Okay. So, well, wait. I want to get to that in a second. I was asking, uh, what's the when you're selling your stuff on Facebook? What is that called? Um. Yeah. Marketplace. Gab, marketplace. Yeah. Gap has marketplace, and so does Wimkin. So I'm gonna uh, get right back to his question about Gap in a second. I'll let you answer, it, Robert. But I wanted to finish Wimkin, and then we can go back to Gap. So and not like when people are listening all over the place about each one of them. So. Oh. If they want to sh- listen to each piece for each one, they know. Um, Sorry. But please, no, you're good. I, that, I was going to tell you they have Marketplace. You actually can do live videos if you have a streaming service on um, Wimkin as well. So where you can't go live on Gab, you can go live on Wimkin. They're actually working on also having, um, a, I guess, their version of TV or a YouTube on their platform as well. They actually also um, have a kid-friendly TikTok version on webcam as well uh too so and then here's the thing with, with these brand new ones and you have kids then they're most likely just connect with their friends not being connected to people in other countries less likely to um, have issues and which they wouldn't allow child uh sex trafficking and things like that on these platforms like Gla- gab and limkin um where you your kids you can have their little accounts and their friends in school we don't have to worry about people in other states or grown people trying to heal your children for the most part. So it's safer that way the way they watch that. But please go ahead and answer his question on um, Gab and why they don't have apps. Okay. So as far as, as far as Gab and the apps, um, Gab has actually decided to discontinue going with the app route. What was, but if you look at the tutorials, they, they they ha- tell you how you can add a shortcut on your phone via whether it's Android or Apple that it works on uh it works on a unified web3 platform so it works in any browser and you can download it to your back to your um your wallpaper on your phone and it works just like a just like an app. That's why Parler, which I was going to bring them up. 
I since you know since you said that the reason why Parler is just dead because they you know we know they got kicked off of all the platforms and Amazon kicked them off. Nobody uses Parler at all anymore. So Gab had already went through that. But instead of people saying, "Oh, let's go to Gab for free speech," they told well they wanted to Griffin have their own platform where also in Parler all all you could see was all the public figures and it's just like enough people that you're following. I didn't like that. But I did like I like how Gab doesn't have it like that, and I like how Lincoln isn't like that, where it's not some worshiping platform, as well. But I actually I like I like uh, I actually don't mind. I, I use Gab really easily. Like I use Twitter in my browser as well. I don't understand why we have to have an app. Just used to having an app. And another thing is, at least you know you're not stealing your data and uh, selling your your information other places too. You don't have um, an app installed to your phone where they can spy on you. Yeah, well, I I will say this too. If you that the browser kind of creates a sandbox as well. So when you close your browser, you also close the websites that are leeching data. Whereas if you have an app that it has the ability to constantly access uh information. So it's so using the browser versus using an app, it does have its advantages, though. It, though you sacrifice convenience in the process. Absolutely, good point. Thank you for bringing that up. Next up, Truth Social. Right now, Truth Social doesn't have an Android app, um, so you can use the web browser on it. Um, now. This is not a ranked on free speech platform. It's just an alternative platform. It's not free speech. If you have a cuss word on your tweet, I mean, on your post, then um, they will censor it unless you know, people have to click on it. So less likely people are going to see your stuff. Uh, I saw where someone had, what's, the, what's that black guy's name? He got had lost his account for using the N-word. He called himself N-word. And then they said it was hate speech. So they have hate speech clauses on True Social where you don't have that on Gab and Wimpkin. So, you have a Truth account? Hey, reach as many people as you can. But my other um, beef with True Social is it's like no engagement. It's like hardly any engagement unless it's, like I said, when it comes to those kind of platforms, when one of these public figures or whatnot, someone a part of Trump's camp makes one of these, and they make it about themselves. Um, and it's the engagement's really bad. So, yeah, that's my that's my input on Truth Social. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add, Robert, about Truth or not. Yes, I do. I was really disappointed when Trump said that he wasn't going to join Gab because that was honestly at the time where some of his best and most loyal supporters were. Um, because at the time, many of us believed that he truly cared about the American people. So we were like, why won't he join Gab? And then Trump's PR team, they made a statement that because Torbo won't do anything about the anti-Semitism on the platform, he's not going to join Gab. And, and I'm just, that's, and that, that was and that was really mind-boggling, considering that how much bigotry of all kinds you can find on Twitter. 
especially from people, especially from his opposition. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I just think it's so crazy, you know, how people is, when you can really start seeing, like, pay attention to people's actions based not what they're saying. When they say, oh, yes, I stand for your constitutional rights and your liberties, well, what's your action show? You say that there's a free speech problem and you want to sell a solution for yourself when there is one right here already that's that's good and you're and a lot of your base is on here and supporting you and so that that was strange that was really strange to me that it was very disappointing because also too i think Tor- torba was also in the, the impression that they he may have was planning on coming to gab and maybe you know the people like you people always say like someone from trump's camps like oh don't do that you may you you gonna look like an anti-semitic if you're on that platform you know what i'm saying so like robert yeah yeah thanks for bringing that up because yeah because we could have been like everybody could have been on Gap like easily. If Trump goes to Gap, uh, liberals are going to go to Gap too. So this whole thing about oh well, you know, it's an echo chamber. It's actually not an echo chamber. We don't agree on everything, and this there's beef with different um, groups of people who have statuses on Gap on here. Like it's not an echo chamber by any means. But I will also give uh, Andrew Torba. I was I would call him a patriot. Because he's he's seen what the system's done. He's done the things that patriots of our, our past would have done in order to obtain freedom. He's put a lot of his time, his money, his talents, his whole family is involved in providing us a free speech platform. That But we're so loyal to being in, on play, only being on places where they don't like us and they hate us and don't want to hear anything they have to say anyways. So, like, I see Andrew Torba as definitely a patriot. I would call him a patriot. Not, and I don't call very many people... Um, patriots, if, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, I full, I fully agree. Because, Next. I, because as Go far, ahead. yeah, as far as Gab, I, I've been there since the first iteration when they were Gab.ai, and and when I was, I was there when they, I, I was on Gab when they were kicked off the. I, I forget which platform they were using. I think it was AWS at one point. I uh, and they were using Cloudflare, and both of them said, "Fuck no, we don't want to deal with you." You know, so so I I was there, and and Torba has been working on his own data farm. So I give him a lot of respect. So stuff too, people can pay for their stuff that way with him. Um, that's another thing uh, with Torba too. Man, he, you know, he's all about making sure that we can have what we have regardless of what doors they try to close. He has his, oh, we forgot to him, we have his own servers. So is there maybe sometimes when it gets too busy or there's like a big purge of people who get kicked off Twitter, they finally decide to go to Gab? Um, like he has to get, uh, have his other servers out there because he has, they have their own servers. They don't depend on anyone else, so they can't get rid of them and kick them off and control them. I I honestly hope that in the future, when Torba gets uh, when Torba gets to a level that he has more bandwidth than he needs and more servers than he'll ever need, I hope that at some point he opens up an alternative to Amazon AWS. Oh, I bet you that's coming. I think so. But he can only do that with the people. You know, a lot of his, his stuff is funded by the people. You're not forced to pay for anything on Gab. 
But if you want to get rid of ads or have access to other special features, I think, what is it, like maybe 100 bucks for an entire year? And then you can verify your account. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. Like, uh, they're always adding things. But, you know, here we go again. I guess Gab is number one, by the way. We keep going, going back to them. Next up, it's Gitter. Um, I'll let you go first, Robert, on Gitter. Uh, Gitter... They call themselves the marketplace of ideas, but if you look at if you look at who's behind Gitter, I I believe it was Jason Miller, the the guy who was Trump's former campaign manager, um, and he and he was one of uh, one of the people. That was uh, that was actually behind Trump's decision not to join Gab. So, I would be very wary of Gitter. Uh, that's uh, so. Uh, I mean, if if you can connect with people, that's fine. But don't count on on it being a free speech platform because I've heard be people being kicked off that too for anti-Trump posts. Yeah, I, they do censor. <clears throat> but it's one of my biggest gripes. Like, my biggest thing is, like, with them and True Social is they advertise themselves as a free speech platform, and they're not. And they do the same thing Parler did. They have, they jumped on the app stores and all that. So that's, like I said, pay attention to actions, not necessarily what we're saying. And then they have um, live shows and, and cool features on there that only the special people can um, acquire. Like, I, can, I, I ask them, like, hey, can I get one? And they're like, oh, no, we'll let you know it's when it's available to the public. Oh, you're telling me at the way to? Okay, so now everybody can freaking use these features, so only your select few. And they're mostly, like, people who are, like, who they're friends with or they're, who are considered, like, heavy public figures who get to have live shows on Gitter. Also, when they were first um, put together, that's a lot of uh, CCP money, that's uh, what I saw, was used to finance and, and making Gitter. My other uh, gripe about Gitter is, again, just like True Social, low to no engagement. So Gab, it can be that way if we don't all get together on Gab and we all engage with those content. But um, you can also make lists. Like you can have like a, make a star and you have a list of people whose accounts you go to all the time. So that we can, you, there's ways to have that engagement. We're on these other platforms that there's there's little to no engagement. It's like I put something on there that I put on Twitter or Gab, but like I tend to just, yeah, I just throw it on there. Cause, but there's really no engagement over there. Um, next up would be, oh. I just have to make sure y'all click on the website, subscribe to the website if you haven't already, but I think most of you guys have. Um, Odyssey, um, I'll let Robert go more into depth with that one because I actually, Odyssey isn't, so say if you're used to use, like, honestly, YouTube in a sense is still kind of like, when you're a creator, it's kind of like, oh, it's easy, but it's not. But Odyssey is a little different because of the, 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 the coins and you paying for certain things to have a video up. If you want to kind of go over Odyssey, uh, for us, Robert, can you do that for us? Okay. Um, first of all, uh, I did not have to put a lot of money in. Okay. 
when I when I set up a live stream, like I'm gonna I'm gonna look at how the okay. So it looks like they're while you're doing that, someone said bit shoot. I have that, but it's no. I don't. It's it's. I don't know. I don't like the platform. It doesn't. It's, it's not. It looks ugly. And there's been times when I uploaded videos and never uploaded. And um, whenever and it sucks because they're already a censored platform by other platforms. So if you're putting something up on Twitter, and then Twitter will be like, is uh, if you want to, if this is not considered a safe website, you want to move forward. They do that to, to BitChute already. Okay, so uh, BitChute. I stopped using that a long time ago because, first of all, I was a paying member at one point, but even then, they put limits on the size of your list. You're, that you're only allowed 50 entries on each list, and you have to actually pay to get more items on your list. On YouTube, I have lists with I, one list with over a thousand videos, you know. That's something that does not take up a lot of bandwidth. It's just a, a simple text file on their end. So I I don't see how why I should have to pay for that. And then on top of that, the video quality on BitChute, it it's like uh mid nineties quality. I mean I I swear I it's almost like turning on real player and Waiting and trying to watch an old and uh, and trying to watch an old an old nineteen ninety seven stream. Uh, the they haven't even gotten H true high definition ten eighty p sixty yet. Uh, nineteen twenty by ten eighty video sixty frames per second. So uh, and I noticed like a lot of the older content creators, they've actually moved over to Odyssey. Um, and Odyssey, now you can do a lot of stuff for free. Now, yes, to live stream, they, they do ask for a small donation, a very small amounts. The, if you can buy a cup of coffee or a Starbucks, or if you can order a or if you can get a drink at a couple sodas at 7-Eleven, you can afford to put a few coins towards Odyssey. I don't see anything wrong with that. It, you know, because they got a back end to take care of too. And the Odyssey format is actually very, very easy to use in uh, just like YouTube. And there's a lot of creators that have moved over there. Uh, Salty Cracker, Tim Pole. Uh, the the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, which is where Sargon Avocado is now. Um, the Bearing. I mean, those are some of the people that those are those are some of the people that uh, the old school YouTubers. Uh, I think Salty Cracker is a little newer, but still, it's. But there's a lot of Odyssey is very user friendly, just like YouTube. And uh, and from what I see, it's pretty organic as far as uh, as far as promotion. It gives you what you want to see, and you can all and you can also see what's trending. Um, there's main, main mainstream media won't touch it. And by the way, Red Ice TV, 
um, uh, a pro that they're also on there. So that tells me that it's a free speech platform because if anyone doesn't know what Red Eyes TV is, it's a very pro white, uh, a very pro white organization. Now, the difference being that they don't hate minorities, but they're also fighting back against the anti white. Uh, uh, hatred coming from coming from the globalists so their focus is on white european culture um but and and then real quick let's let's so that we can get folks on here talking can uh we, we get over to rumble next um rumble okay now rumble is it's a very I will say it's a very stable it has a very stable back end. Uh the best it probably has one of the best I've seen in a long time in a long time as far as alts. But the concerning part, like I said, is that they're based in Canada until the paperwork goes through for them to come to the United States. I am leery to recommend them as a main alt, maybe a secondary alt, but I, I still lean towards Odyssey for that reason. Now, Rumble, um, that they have, and they, they, Rumble and Odyssey both have live, live streaming facilities, and both you do have to pay for the live streaming capability. Um, which, like I said, I have no problem with that because live streaming it uses a lot of bandwidth. It requires a lot of work on the server end. So uh, there's some good tech people running these things. So I don't see a problem paying for live stream capability long as it's afford as long as it's an affordable price for people who really want to do it. Um, so I know on Rumble. Uh, like some of the people I follow is, uh, is, uh, I got on follow some people, but Dinesh DeSalza, Donnie, I see you have a channel there. I'm following you. I got Infowars, One America News Network, Rand Paul, Salty Cracker, Steven Crowder. Um, you, Rumble is very popular. So, and... Now, one of the people behind it, I believe, was Dan Bongino. So that... Yeah. That's that's what also concerns me about Rumble. Because Dan Bongino is part of the Conservacock clan. And, and I don't trust him for shit. I mean, I... <laughs> exactly. I... I've I've seen him on the Tucker Carlson show a few times, and even Tucker Carlson doesn't have him on a lot. So, <laughs> so no. I will say this too about Rumble. Um, they do say that you know that you can monetize your videos that you put up there, um, but I will say this: it ain't nothing. Like you can have like a hundred thousand views and like have two dollars. Like it's really, really bad. Like they ain't really giving no money. It's like uh, if you guys know who that some bitch I know, L Lauren from like Gab, and she had all that good stuff on Twitter, and I kept kicking her off Twitter. 
Um, she's on Truth Social. I think she's on all the platforms. But she will have like, a whole bunch of views on Rumble, and she showed how much money she made off one video, and I think it was like $16, and I think it had like 600 views. Like, what the fuck? Like, dang, that's worse than the um, Spotify, like how much they're paying people for their views and they're having people over there. But one thing I will say I do like about Rumble is if you put a video on there and you share it on Twitter or something, you know how, like, on uh, you have a YouTube video? You can stay on that same platform you're on, and the video will play. Same with Rumble. Uh, you can do that with Rumble as well. Those are some good qualities of Rumble. The last thing, so we can get to the callers. There's an app called Clapper. It When it first came out, it's claimed to be a free speech as well, but it, it may be as stable as for its free speech as any other platform because of the fact that it is on. it does have apps. And Clapper is um, an alternative to TikTok where uh, you see more regular-looking people, and it's not that crazy stuff you see on TikTok. Um, I have one of those. It's on there as well, but they don't have it where they, like where it plays the video automatically like YouTube and Rumble does. They actually have it where you can have people tip you. You can go live and discuss. They have a live option, a live um, video option. They have a live uh, radio option. It's I think it's a pretty cool, neat app. Um, I've seen people discuss their businesses on there, and they use it to do the little um, TikToks. And look like, it looks like TikTok, but it's not. Um, and you can, like I said, you can raise money. People can tip you and, and do all those other things on Clapper as well. What I will say is I kind of wonder if they have a lot of bots because when I first started Clapper, I instantly, like, it didn't take very much work or effort to get followers on Clapper. I'm pulling up my app on it right now. Hold on. Um, you can attach your different links to things you have on there. I have like 6.4 thousand followers and 6.8 likes. And, you know, the, the videos have their views. It's just videos. Um, so your videos, I think you can have up to three minutes. And then you can have the, if you hit the, you can hit the radio or video um, to go live. You can have, you can have like a whole show yourself. So if you're, Someone out there who's uh, trying to be a content creator and get your message out, that's something that y'all could definitely check out as well. Um, but, yeah, so there's Clapper. So there's a bunch of other platforms, but the first ones that we did touch on are the ones that I believe are the best ones, alternatives. I know people don't want to have a bunch of apps, but you have a bunch of apps. People had Pinterest, people had in- Instagram, people had Facebook, people had Twitter, people had all those things. But when it comes to actual free speech platforms, put your values and your money where your mouth is. That's all I can say for that. So, um, Roger, I think you had, I think, I think, Roger, you had your hand up at one point. Come back up. We're going to take calls. Hey, hey, Donnie. Um, Yeah, what's up? Hey, Donnie, can I also drop my Streamlabs donation? donation? (laughs) Yeah, please do. Okay. Like, I want y'all to share all your. I asked everyone, share all y'all's links in here, because there's like honestly, there's no reason why we're not all on Gap. We're not on all these plat like the, the actual free speech platforms. Because Twitter, oh, I did, and I didn't make this announcement earlier. Twitter took off my blog page. They for no reason, literally no reason. I just went to it and it was just like suspended, and now and it was just like oh, for trying to evade a permanent um, suspension. It's like I've never had a permanent suspension. Like what is this? And I, um, I shouldn't even have to like, uh, be like, I have to, you know, what's the word dispute it. I shouldn't have to do that. That, that. that side didn't do anything. 
But you yep. just got rid of my freaking whole fucking blog page, and we worked hard to get to where it's at. So I think I'm going to turn my, my page that I have ran for office on into a new blog page um, because I need it. I need to be separate from Donnie the Don. It needs to be separate. So, but yeah, they 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 ask that, um, and it is it doesn't even like do much. It, it reposts some things and it puts articles and stuff up. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and and by the way, um, if if you guys ever catch any of my live streams, um, if you give a Streamlabs tip, you can also uh, your message will also show up on my on my screen for everyone to see. So. Just a just a little perk as well, and I'm trying to hook Donnie up with that if we ever go live again. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, uh, make sure y'all support Robert. Robert supports every a lot of things that we're doing behind the scenes. And if we go live on videos and stuff, Robert is Robert is providing those services. So y'all can make sure y'all help and support Robert. Um, put any link you need down there. Um, one more thing, you guys, sorry. Um, it, outside of just the social media platforms with the censorship and things of that nature, remember, before social media, how did movements work? How did they get started in the first place? Before that, there were movements before that, before there was ever social media. So one thing that we also have to do is with our ba- get back to basics is starting local groups, having these groups and doing things like that and having events and or meeting with people, hell, buy some Little Caesars pizza, have some flyers and print out some information, um, start going and talking to people in person. Um, like literally flyers are still a, a thing. If you can stick it on someone's, I hate people putting stuff on my car door, but hey, if you got something in my car about liberty and regulations and freedom and you're not trying to sell me something, I actually appreciate that. So there's different ways we can still reach each other without the social media platforms. Um, having events in person, um, you know, showing up to events where there are already a lot of people where you don't have to organize them yourselves and you can hand out your flyers. Network. There's a lot of networking groups you can join and start passing things out and doing things like that. So um, it's, a, it's a, and honestly, it's actually pretty, it's sometimes easier to do that in person than it is online because of the, there is no algorithms in real life, right? I mean, there is, but like not really like technically like social media. So really also engage the real life options that you can do in person because we didn't have social media before you have some money um you can send like the people who you've uh, met and things and that you have their business card you can send them letters but they have their address on there you can just mail them letters and information out too that's another way of, of doing certain things and then having a, your own website so i also added that we do have a group for us on our website so, so y'all can have your own groups in your own states so you can organize your groups so there's other ways outside of these platforms that we can keep doing this and keep the movement going because if one day all the, we have no platforms how we'll keep this movement going we're not going to stop because social media stopped so we can really start doing that i'll have more things that you guys can on the website you can print off and start passing around to people as well to help educate people on certain things. If you can, you can just print off the Constitution, or if you can purchase constitutions, start going around handing those things out with your information inside the booklets. Or, you know, you can write them in there or get the little um, label makers and have your information just stickered inside of those books because th- those are very helpful. Um, when these people are trying to get people to vote, they're out knocking doors, doing all kinds of things, not getting votes. We're trying to get people on the same page as us with this uh, movement. So... Without further ado, hey, Private C, and then we'll have Roger next. Hey, Donnie, what's up, Robert? 
What's up? Anyways, uh, also another content creator is Rob Braxman. He's the guy that uh, phone I use. He's an internet privacy guy. He's pretty cool. He's got his own email service as well. That's extremely private. And uh, some other things he does. Anyways. Um, yeah, I like Rumble. Uh, there's things you can do if you want to. I mean, I've probably been kicked out of Twitter so many times. It's ridiculous, but they don't know who I am at the moment, which is good. Um, so as far as alternative platforms, you pretty much covered them all. And it's really – I mean, what's your favorite out of all of them? Because it's kind of a rough topic, you know? Mine's Gab, hands down. Gab? Same, same here for me because uh, while others have utility, uh, I guess for me it depends on which – what I'm trying to do at the time. If I'm just trying to post some content, I'll go on Gab, but – if I, but if I get bored with YouTube and and uh, the lame and the lame video and just some of the lame stuff I see, I'll go for the more spicy Odyssey stuff. Okay. And uh, hey, maybe I can start uh, saying like you know, well, we know, uh, women in name only. Those are the people that say they're women, but they're not really women. You know, the trannies. Uh, like Rhino, R I N O, W I N O. Right, like what you're saying is free speech platforms are like um, a name only. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Or something like that. I'm just trying to see if we can start a trend or something, you know, instead of calling them uh, trans, (laughs) they're winnow. I I get it. Why no? Women in name only. That's exactly. I love it. Exactly. I like it. But there are winos um, already. Um, so oh who am yeah. I confused? Well, winos are, uh, if you ever heard of a lady named Tasha K, who got sued by Cardi B for, I guess, um, defamation, her, her group are called the winos. <laughs> <laughs> but this is winnow, like, like women in name only. Like they pretend to be a I woman, th- but, you know. Yeah, I think they spell it the same, equipment. though. Right, right. I like it. I like it. We should make Free that speech. a trend. We can use it with Brittany Griner. For real. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things we could do. It's just it all requires time. You know, uh, I guess if you want to do offline, you know, um, like you were saying with the, with the papers, that's another idea. You can say your community is your block, right? Yeah. If you want to get people together, I know where I currently live. Not too long ago, they actually did all that stuff. They all they had the marshmallows and everything, and it wouldn't be that hard to bring back. And uh, I think the biggest issue is is you know work keeps you busy, you know, and if you're working from home, this is a huge advantage that you would have. Say you uh, work IT or something or what have you. 
you can you can try to bring this up back. You know, devote a few hours every Saturday, second Saturday, every last Saturday of the night of the week, and you can just get your block. You know, you that's really your community. You have to start small. And I, I know I kind of bring this up, but it, it is important because whenever this stuff does break down, your community is what's important. And if you can get them all on the same page, or at least the vast majority of them. You, you can make a world of a difference on your survival rate, whether you're in the suburbs, you know, the the far suburbs of the country or out in the middle of nowhere, you know. In the city, it's, it's really, it's hard. There's just a lot of people. And you start small, and then we can get up. And I, I know it's it's a building process, but it's it's very important if you, if you can get to that point to where you can help dictate who the sheriff is. And I try to cover it whenever I can because it is very, 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 very important. Absolutely. But, uh, you could also get police officers. Say you have some uh, constitutionalist police officers that aren't, you know, complete jerk-offs, and they're starting to attend some of your stuff on your block. Maybe there's one on your block. You just don't know because you haven't met them. You haven't said hi, you know? Yeah, I mean, getting them on board, even if you're in a suburb and, you know, you got 20,000 people live in the town, but you're a block. You just got to start out small. And that's, that's a lot of things you can do. And that's and one another of thing, too, is you can also like while the Facebook is up and things, you know, because there's a lot of local stuff on Facebook. You can get in those different groups and invite people to your events and things like that. Because that's how they got, that's how we were able to have such big rallies um, in 2020 is uh, people putting up what we're doing and those different groups um, and growing the groups that we have. So that's another right. option. Still use what we do have available with these um, censorship platforms, but reach those people that are there um, in real time like that. But I appreciate you, Private. Thank you for adding um, those things in here because, like I said, we nearly need to be doing both right now. But, you know, at the end of the day, if if the Internet shuts down and we don't have Internet anymore, we still have to realize that the movement's not over. And then while we get, um, like, we have each other's numbers or email addresses or on the the website, um, you know, at least you can print that stuff off and still have connections with each other so we're not completely, like, disconnected from each other anymore. So let's get Absolutely. to Roger next. Yeah, appreciate you. Let's get to Roger next. And then after Roger, we don't have anyone else. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, close it down. So, um, hey, Roger. Hi, Donnie. How are How you? How are you? I'm fine. Did you change your picture? Yes, I did. Okay, I, I recognize your voice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, the the picture was confusing some people. They thought I was more attractive than I really was. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, that's not me. Also, actually, that's an old meme as well. That that meme comes from um, I can't remember uh, pre two thousand, let's say. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I. I I was listening uh, kind of to what you're saying and uh, and what Richard was saying and something you you, you tend we tend to forget these days I I I've been using the internet since about 92 91 92 
Um, so, you know, that's seven years before Google existed, let's say. Um, there are still things available on the um, the old internet. Um, and um, there is a sort of, um, you, I don't know if you know the chap who um, came up with the World Wide Web um, at CERN, but he, he's trying to go back to these fundamentals. Um, so there are things like TIN, T-I-N, the Internet News, which ironically are, are typically carried by government and educational servers, so .edu, .mil, .org, these sort of places. And, and they're still alive. So, you know, your text messages, let's say, can, can, can still go out. But... Uh, you mentioned something interesting. Is there seems to be this pressure to get people off YouTube, right? People who don't count. If you see what I mean. Yeah, like they're censoring them and they've kicked them off of their yeah, their platforms. So, yeah. So you've got the important people, and then you go. Well, you've got this trash. We don't need them, right? So they go to Rumble, or they go to Odyssey, or they go to whatever, and then we get the big market share of the gullible until they find out they're gullible. And then eventually they'll realize and filter back. And it, it seems, you see what I mean? It seems like a permanent um, feedback loop on that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a tricky one. So, you know, and you said with Truth Social or uh, Gab or Gabby or whatever it's called or these things, that, but they just form bubbles. But these bubbles are not connected anymore. So if you go on Truth Social, I, I haven't been on I, you know, I doubt I'll get on it, but I imagine it will just be very pro-Trump, which is. is fine. Yeah, which is fine, but that's not the complete picture. Um, for right. The complete well, I want to I want to correct you on one thing though. Gab isn't like that. Um, that's well, okay. why I like right. Gab. But True Social, Gitter, those platforms—they are exactly how you're describing it. Yes. So, but you, yeah, exactly. So, so you kind of end up in in a silo, and then uh, you know we agree with each other, and then we reinforce each other's beliefs, but we don't hear uh, from the other silos. So, yeah, it's kind of an interesting question if you think about it, right? Uh, are we being forced? So now, now you'll have rumblers and odyssey, odysseyers and uh, all these different categories. And then the people on YouTube who, who, you know, the mainstream, let's say, will go, oh, those rumblers are, you know, all conspiracy theorists or whatever, or, um, you know, Putin bots or whatever insult they want to throw at you. But, yeah, but in, in some sense you've siloed yourself as well. Uh, and you've played – We so, yeah, I think it's a interesting question, and I haven't really thought this one through, but I, I thought I'd throw that one out. And it sucks, though, because it's not like people want to leave Twitter because, you know, they want to just leave it. It, they're getting kicked off. A lot of people don't have a choice. Oh, yeah, they can just yeah. boot get, it off, I get, and you can't I come get, back. 
I get kicked off all the time. I mean, I've been back on there so many times. I've had so many different names. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, my first account was in 2008, believe it or not. Um, and I got kicked off of that. But uh, I, I've still got access to it, so I'm still hoping they'll reinstate it because it, wasn't, it was an early one. But, um, um, yeah, so, but, yeah, the point is, I'm not sure what the what the answer is. There's an organisational question here, isn't there? That, that if you want to um, make something that everybody's listening to, um, it, it it has to be open to everybody, but it has to attract everybody, and and that's really a difficult question. And that actually comes down to the people themselves, you know, the the, oh, yeah. the sheep mentality, because. When Parler opened up, a whole bunch of people fled to Parler um, because all their public figures told them to. And when Gab, they could have did the same thing, but they didn't. But they didn't. They wouldn't get that same um, treatment that they get on Twitter on Gab. So what was the incentive for them to come there? So that it comes down to the well, people uh, and the sheep mentality of us not flocking just because we a popular well, person told you to. Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, Gab, uh, sorry, uh, Parler was on Amazon Web Services, right? Famously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, who's the best person to hack Amazon Web Services? It's Amazon Web Services, isn't it? Who works with hand in hand with the government? It's Amazon Web Services. So you're already, we've already put ourselves in a bind. Anything that's on Amazon Web Services is accessible by Amazon Web Services. It's a real catch-22. Definitely. How is it where you're at with the gathering and doing things in person? Um, You also do that over there, or um, has it slowed down, or do you think that could be a tool for you guys where you're at? No, I think it's, uh, it's it's slowed down. Everybody's uh, sort of uh, bracing themselves, I think, um, for the incoming uh, um, crisis. So, yeah, people are, you know, you've still got the idiots. So they still drive around like they've got money to burn, and they probably do. But um, most of, you know, a, a few people have started turning their engines off going downhill, let's say. Um you know, when there's a hard winter coming, uh, you save the wood, right? Yeah. Well, hey, Roger, I appreciate you for coming up here and discussing well, that with us. We're going to get to Donnie. Always. Glad right. you came up. Um, next, we have uh, just Flamethrower. Do you have any closing statements um, or thoughts before we close out? We don't have our anthem because of internet issues. Um, but you have any closing thoughts? Um, I I like what Roger said about silos, and I'll tell you, I uh, I hate that word just because my boss uses it all the fucking time. But uh, but but you have a very good point, Roger, because um, social media in its founding was designed to connect people all over the world. Now, 
I think problem number one is the world was not ready because if you think about it, the the cult the difference in culture between between just doing U.S. and Canada alone is is vastly different. And then you got then you got Western Europe, Eastern Europe, Northern Asia, Southern Asia. You got Africa, the Middle East. I mean different cultures all over the world. Um, the world, this was a phenomenon that nobody was ready for. So I, I think culture has a large part in this. And I think one thing that could have done, been done with the internet is, in the beginning was they could have built it. So you could kind of cordon off your content to just the regions that you want rather than everybody in the world seeing it. Like for example, what if let's say um, let's say Germany decides to put a ban on certain content. Well, I don't want people in Germany to see it then. Because I don't because I don't want people overseas to be start go after me. And what if China? I don't want China what if I don't want China to see what I'm uh, to see what see what I'm writing, uh, Xi Jinping has no business knowing that, but uh, unfortunately, the way they built it is is uh, it's everyone in the world's interconnected, so we got to deal with it. And different people in different countries have different attitudes on speech. America is still the freest country in the world when it comes to speech. Um, that is, of course, fading very quickly, thanks to social justice. But for now, we are still the freest country in the world where you can, you can be openly gay, openly trans. You can, be, uh, you can openly uh, leave Islam. Uh, and, and, you, and you don't have fear of persecution that you do in some countries. Um, and I'd like to keep it that way, but there's, believe me, there's a lot of tangents I can go on, but I think that's probably the most important. We, uh, that we, nobody was ready for this. So it's, it's largely new territory. Absolutely. So I would say, uh, just closing statement, you guys. Definitely check out those um, different alternatives. Get on them. Don't just look at them. Get on them. Um, we never know how long we're going to be on these other platforms. So while we while you have time before they come down uh, or we come off of them, go ahead and start building your base over there. I'm going to start promoting my Gab page every day like I used to. Again, so you guys can come on there. Um, and like, let me know if you guys have an account and put your... your um, links and when I post them so I know to follow you because if I like I said lots of notifications on there because I do get engagement on Gab um, if you can if you want to have your own website you should definitely have your own website especially for your area if you're trying to really uh, push the constitution and our founding documents to, and as a solution to save our communities and our country um, definitely if you can do that do that um, start doing things in person. Like myself and Robert are both introverts, but we, we get out and talk to people and do certain things. Um, 
if you have your own talents and niches, say you like, like you like going fishing, your own fishing groups and, and things of that nature, start inviting your friends from that area. If you're into gaming, start inviting your friends to do certain things and have discussions and go live and people who are listening can listen to y'all talk. Start doing different little things that you can do to get the word out. So without further ado, I will close this out. Um, I will be on Spaces here in a moment uh, with Philip. So I'm going to be a little late to this because it starts at nine, but I will see you guys on Monday. Nope. Sorry. I take that back Sunday uh, because the, let me go get it. The know your rights podcast where we're teaching uh, the amendments, bill like bill of rights, Declaration of independence and history and things of that nature. That one is back up and live again. So we'll be doing that. Robert is going to be covering the, with me, the sixth amendment on the 31st of this month. Um, so yeah, definitely on Sunday, we have the education podcast is back up and rolling again. So you guys uh, go ahead and get your notifications set for that. But other than that, on this show, we'll be back on 730 at uh, Central Standard Time on Monday. So God bless you guys. Bye.